And a very good morning once again, Rory Levandusky from the OSU Extension Office joining us in studio this morning as he does frequently here on the program. Rory, as always, happy to have you in here. Thanks again for coming in. You're welcome. Thanks, Ron. Glad to be here. Well, on today's program, we're discussing effective communication with farm employees. Um, I'd ask why it's an important topic, but you know, this is something that we've talked about mm-hmm. um, several times over the last couple of months, right. talking about uh, making sure that uh, you've got uh, good communication between employees um, when you're hiring people. So talk, Rory, again about the benefits of effective communication, you know, especially in regard to farming. Right, and, and it is an important topic because uh, good communication, it's an important component really to keep your farm operation running efficiently and profitably. And so we, we keep returning to this topic. Uh, we could obviously come up with numerous examples where miscommunication has resulted in some lost opportunities or oftentimes results in maybe some costly mistakes on the farm. Uh, the benefits of, of effective communication with farm employees, and again, this goes with Uh, back to the fact whether they're family or whether they're non-family, include that everyone is then working towards a common goal. Uh, Employees tend to understand what's expected of them. Uh, When that happens, we also, if we get effective communication, we provide a framework to deal with workplace problems. Uh, We can help build a a spirit of teamwork and trust. And again, hopefully that result of, of good communication is we get better employee performance and a positive work environment. Rory, you know, how does a farm owner or a farm manager build communication skills and improve communication with farm employees? Because sometimes that building has to occur. Say you've got a longtime employee or, yep. or a family member who leaves the farm. There, was, there would have been a shorthand there that's not going to be there with a new employee. So you really do have to kind of build from scratch. You do, right. So it's, it's like any other uh, relationship thing. This is going to take time. It is a process. Um, and, you know, communication, we, we talk about it because for many of our farmers, uh, they really would rather be out there doing something, uh, maybe rather than uh, talking to somebody and explaining and making sure that, uh, you know, they're, they're communicating something. So doing, and most farmers are geared towards action rather than, than talking. But once you uh, have a task that's assigned to someone else, and again, whether that's a family member or a non-family member, communication then really becomes important to ensure that that job is, is done correctly. And so oftentimes uh, when that job isn't done correctly or you're disappointed, it's maybe because uh, not that the person didn't have the ability, but they really fully didn't understand what the, what the goals were, what your expectations were, how you wanted it done. So it is a skill, uh, obviously. Communication is a skill like any other skill. Uh, it can be improved through practice and effort. Uh, one way that that farm owner or farm manager can improve their communication skills then is to use various forms of communication. They might be more effective at, at some than others. So uh, develop some strategies to communicate more effectively. Farms that employ the non-native English speakers, and uh, we have some of our farms that are in that situation, they really need to work at also providing both verbal and written communication that's understood by those farm employees. Obviously, when we're talking about forms of communication, there are general categories you just mentioned, such as verbal and then also written communication. What are some strategies that can be used to improve both of those, both the verbal and written, because they're two different things? Yeah. So one strategy is is really to develop an employee handbook. Uh, a well-written employee handbook, it lays the foundation for effective communication. 
Uh, and again, although this is a written document, uh, it also plays a role in improving verbal communication because it, it guides you about uh, what are some of the things that I need to be talking about uh, uh, with uh, folks here on the farm. So it's a tool that helps that farm owner or manager communicate a consistent message. Uh, it helps to set some expectations for employees and it establishes performance management protocols. It sounds like an employee handbook is a good idea, uh, and, and most places a business have them. But specifically, what kind of information is included when you're talking about an employee handbook for a farm? It also sounds like this could be, you know, a pretty big project, especially depending on the size of you know one's farm. Where could a farm get some help in putting an employee handbook together? Because if it's not something that they've ever done in the past. Uh, a difficult thing, obviously, because you don't have anything to pull from. Right. Yeah. Again, good points, Ron. And and uh, a lot of our, our farms, uh, again, and, and farmers, uh, probably the last thing they want to think about is, you know, putting together a, a employee handbook. So uh, good question there. Uh, you're right. Putting together that employee handbook does involve some work and effort, uh, but especially in some of the farms uh, that are hiring a considerable amount of labor, uh, it's an important document uh, because, it, again, it communicates some basic policies and procedures. Uh, it can help protect that farm from discrimination and even, even other legal claims. So some of that typical information that you need to think about in an employee handbook includes personnel policies, uh, animal welfare policies, we hear more about that all the time. Uh, what are the job benefits? Uh, information about the work environment. Uh, basic things like uh, vacation and time off policies. Uh, what are the performance expectations? How will you be uh, evaluated on that? Uh, any kind of discipline management. Uh, and then there are obviously federal and state requirements, uh, legal requirements as well. So where can you get some help? Uh, uh, the farm site, which is Farmers Assuring Responsible Management, uh, they have a website. Uh, it has a step-by-step -step guide, and it has some templates uh, that can be used to help create a farm employee handbook. Uh, I'd be glad to provide that website and, and more information, again, to any interested listener out there. Let's continue the discussion on written communication, Rory. What are other methods of written communication with farm employees and, and I guess talk about the, the pros and cons of each. Sure. Well, some of the primary ways we think about communicating with farm employees, obviously, uh, uh, from a written standpoint, could be email, bulletin boards, and whiteboards. Uh, email, obviously, a very uh, cheap and easy way of communicating. It's very useful to keep employees updated on, on current situations that need attention on the farm or as reminders maybe about, you know, some upcoming meetings, upcoming training, uh, upcoming job tasks, farm policy, those types of things. Uh, the, the downside here is because your, your tone of voice can't be heard. Any of those nonverbal cues that are important in communication uh, obviously can get easily missed. Uh, and so emails uh, can be subject to misinterpretation. So emails tend to be most effective when they're short, precise, and to the point. Uh, they're not effective in dealing with complicated or any kind of emotional issues. Uh, so if you're trying to deal with uh, something like that, uh, best not to, to do it with an email. Bulletin boards, uh, they're, again, they're good to post general information, especially things like uh, labor laws, uh, notices of pesticide use, general farm policies, and, and announcements. But again, not a good place for dealing with personal issues. 
Uh, whiteboards are another thing that many farms use, especially managers and employees, where they can post notes and observations that help tasks and jobs get accomplished more effectively. Now, for example, uh, maybe on a whiteboard you're going to note, uh, you know, a certain cow has mastitis, or you're going to note a livestock health concern. Uh, in other cases, maybe you're noting some equipment that needs to be repaired, uh, you know, some supplies that are getting low, those types of things. Again, it's just a tool to relay information and really short pointed instruction. Okay, switching now to verbal communication, this obviously offers the advantage of being able to deal with those more complicated personal issues or messages that need to be discussed on a farm. Besides one-on-one -on -one conversations, though, talk about other verbal communication methods that can also be used. Right. Well, some of the national surveys uh, that have been done in the workplace find that employees actually prefer face-to-face -face meetings. Uh, and one reason for that probably is that uh, we think mainly of words that we're using in verbal communication, and they're important. But also... Uh, verbal communication involves all that nonverbal communication. So we, we look at, you know, things like tone of voice, uh, the gestures that go along with uh, communication, uh, things like facial expression, body position, all those are communicating a message as well. And so all those nonverbal things are conveying uh, a message and we're interpreting them, we're matching those to the words that are being said, and so we get a, a more complete message. So those one-on-one -on -one conversations provide an opportunity to also for a person to ask questions and we can resolve any potential misunderstandings right at that, that point of communication. Communication does tend to be more effective uh, when questions are asked, so uh, we want to encourage an environment, again, where questions can be asked either to clarify a statement or to make sure that the message is communicated clearly. And then there are, of course, some other forms of verbal communication that include things like farm meetings and, and telephone conversations. Well, we've talked about effective farm meetings before, but not specifically the use of telephone conversations. Rory, can you provide some tips that may help these forms of communications also be more effective? Sure. So I think the main point about using uh, farm meetings to communicate effectively, and we talked about this, as you mentioned previously, is to create an agenda and then encourage opportunities for dialogue. You don't want farm meetings to turn into a one-person monologue. Uh, so ask questions that employees can respond to. Work at making farm meetings a time when all opinions, comments, and again, suggestions are related to that farm operation that those opinions and comments are valued. Now, telephone conversations, on the other hand, uh, they also can be very valuable. And uh, it seems now, you know, with technology, everybody's got their phone with them. So it does allow you to connect with a person uh, and to maybe come up with if there's a, a problem or an issue comes up, you connect with someone very quickly. And uh, you can do that oftentimes uh, through a phone. Some of these uh, issues that arise in the course of the day, you can handle that very quickly and efficiently. So again, telephone conversations tend to be good if, if we have, have to give maybe some short instructions, nothing real lengthy. Uh, it's also good to answer questions that come up in the course of an employee getting the job done, maybe clarify something that's happening. Or again, uh, there's an equipment breakdown, things need to get fixed. Uh, clarify uh, what needs to get done. Uh, just to check, double check, for example, am I on the right field with this pesticide application? Is this the right rate? Uh, those types of things. The shortfall, again, of a telephone conversation is the lack of seeing those nonverbal cues. Um, but, you know, with some of our smartphone, smartphone technology, we have things like uh, FaceTime and Skype. We can even overcome some of that. So 
from a farm communication standpoint, again, we think about short, non-controversial topics are best for the telephone. Uh, again, things like, you know, confirming a field for a certain pesticide application, getting some additional help for equipment repair, things like that. All right. A lot of important information to uh, think about and that we were able to discuss today involving communication uh, in a number of different forms. Rory, how can somebody find out more about what we talked about today? Yeah, they can contact me at the Wayne County Extension Office. The phone number is 330-264-8722. Um, these conversations are also posted at, on podcast, courtesy of WQKT. All right. Once again, Rory Levandusky, our guest in studio today, uh, talking about effective communication with employees on the farm. Uh, we've got more to get to. Hope you'll stay tuned. We'll check in with your five-day forecast up next.